everybody's life been changed around? Am I in my church today? Do I serve a God that is alive? Are we a movement? Are we going to stay still? This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I. Amen. Come on, give somebody a high five on the way down. Said, I came to church today. I came to have church today. I came to have church today. You know, church, I, I, if there's one thing that bothers me, it's for anybody to come in here and leave the same way. If you went to the physician and you left the same way, you're in trouble. Anybody say amen on that? If you went to the salon or the nail shop, let's say the nail shop, you went to the nail shop and you paid $35 and your nails were still nubbed and looked busted, be a problem. So we get to come to our Father's house. My prayer is that every time you come, that the Lord moves on your heart. So good morning, good afternoon, church. Um, <laughs> oh, somebody, $5. Welcome to New Movement. Today's a special day. It is team day today. And they're going to come get set up. You guys can come on and get set up now. Uh, today is team day. Come get the chairs out is what I mean. And uh, we're excited because as we move forward over the next few weeks, we have some exciting things uh, to celebrate and to talk to you about. Today is the day where we introduce you, uh, if you don't know, to all of our team leaders and to introduce you to our teams, the teams that we have here as a team, because as a church, because we are prayer, praying and preparing for supernatural growth. Uh, okay, let me try it again. We're preparing, preparing for supernatural growth. And I'm not talking about numbers and people that come here. I'm talking about every individual in the room. That God would grow you and he would change you. And in 2020, y'all made it to a new decade. Do you realize that? I, want, I just want to tell you that that if you just start to think about it, just four decades ago, maybe five decades ago, you realize we were in the middle of the civil rights movement? Y'all must not be, is this, is my microphone working, Marcus? Is, I know we did a sound check. Do you, if you look around the room, do you realize that God is making a statement about the values of heaven? And that we are, some of you have lived through some difficult decades and God has blessed you to be in 2020. And so I'm excited about what God is doing in our movement. And uh, next week, I am going to, next week's our vision day. So today's team day. And next week is our vision day where I'm going to give you the vision for 2020. We are going to launch it and it will actually be the official one year anniversary of new movement. Did y'all know that? the one-year official anniversary next week, one year, and the week after that, we're going to celebrate, because we need to celebrate around here, right? So I've invited one of my best friends in the world. Some of you know who he is. He pastored in the same building, none other, there's nobody else like him, none other than Pastor Ron Sidney is going to be here on the ground. He's going to be preaching. And uh, it, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long Sabbath because he likes to preach and he's a good preacher. 
So he's going to get to take at least 45 minutes, an hour. I'll give him that. But we are going to feed you next week, so don't worry about that. Uh, And I'm excited because we are moving forward. We have such a wonderful year. So I just want to take some time out today to kind of introduce what our teams are and what they do. And we're going to be bringing up our team leaders in just a moment. So I'm going to take this time for some of you who may not have gone through Next Steps Uh, Next Steps is what we offer the first week of the month to kind of give you an introduction to our church. But in many different avenues and venues of what we do, we like to share and communicate who we are. So you know who we are. And one of the things that I want to just make clear before when we as we get started is kind of give you that global vision, that bird's eye view of our movement and kind of why we do what we do. And so I want to point your direction to the screen as some of you have, have taken next steps and you're already on the team. You've seen this before, but it's, it's great to be refreshed uh, here. There are four things that we do as a church. There's four things that we do is that we want people to know God. Want to repeat it after me? We want people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. Can we try it again? We want people to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. It's important that we are intentional about people knowing God. Because if you've grown up in a church context, you may have learned and believed in a God that doesn't exist. It's a God that is mean. It's a God that's hateful. It's a God that wants you to, to do a bunch of things first before you come to him. And really, our, our, our believing experience is shaped by the God that we know. And all of us experience God in different ways. So we're not saying we have the authority on describing who God is, but we are intentional about letting you have the opportunity and anyone who comes in contact with us as individuals or corporately in our church movement to know who God is. And and we do that through our weekend experience. Our weekend experience is how we introduce people to God. So we want people to know that God is God is loving, amen, that he's that he does he accepts you for who you are. You don't have to dress up a certain way that you can come. And that's why we take so much time to show the beauty of God and who he is and how I preach, not to make you uncomfortable or confused when you leave, but for you to understand who God is to break down the scripture. So that's what we do. That's how we do that through our weekend services. The other thing that we do, what we're really really is really important to us is that you find freedom. Now, you can be a church member your whole life and not find freedom. Believe me, I've experienced that. I have lived it and I have seen it. We don't want you to just learn how to be a member of a church. We want you to actually find freedom. That's the purpose that God came. And we do that through our small groups, which launch this Wednesday. Small groups back this Wednesday, so you have a chance to sign up this week. That's the way we do that. There are some things I just, we can't do on a weekend service. You got to do it in a small group. We, we believe in not doing life or ministry alone. We believe in that. And discovering purpose is about you understanding how God made you, how he built you. Uh, you were built on purpose and for purpose. 
And so we use our next steps class to begin to introduce you to how God has made you so that you can live more out the value of of your life experience with God. And finally, what we do is we want to make a difference. We want to make a positive impact in our community. We want our community to feel us like the Packers are going to feel us tomorrow. Let me just get back to, I need to get back to my message. (sighs) I told myself I was going to say nothing about that, but the Lord is with us. Amen. He's with us. Make a difference. So we do that by our movement, which we call our teams. Our teams are how we move. And so that's what we're going to highlight today. Here's the code. Here are the things that we believe in with all the depths of our heart. Our our short acronym or our nickname for that is overflow. Overflow is is our code. It's our language, what we say. And it comes from a text I'm going to show you. But these are the things that are important to us. This is how we live. This is how we make decisions. We believe in ownership, right? That we're not, we're not, we're not borrowers, we're lenders. We're not workers, we're owners. This is God's house, and we are his children, and we t- treat it accordingly. Uh, we believe in value, that every person has value. We believe in, now we made up this word. We believe in relationships. We don't believe in fake relationships. We believe in real relationships. People that keep it real. You need to, how many of you know you're thankful for people in your life that keep it real? Keep it real. Let me say it again. How many of you are thankful for godly people in your life that keep it real? Okay, that's a little bit. <laughs> Got to make that distinction. Faith. Faith. We believe that everything that God wants to do is bigger than our capability. Like, I, if I had it my way, all of us would be on a team, and it'd be two people in the pew, and I'd be happy with that. Because that means we can handle more people. Amen. So we believe in faith. Look, we, we believe this is not going to be the only service that we offer on a Saturday. We believe this is not going to be the only location that we offer that service. We believe at one point this building is going to be too small. Okay, because Pasco is growing. Anybody notice that? Pasco is going to double in about 10 years. You are going to have traffic going to work. And so if the city recognizes growth, then why don't the people of God and the kingdom recognize that God is doing something? So we believe in that. And leadership, and you'll see that today. We believe in leadership. We want you to be a leader, to grow into your leadership, not only in the church setting, but in every setting that you're in. And finally, we believe in worship, giving God our best. This is our code. This is what we honestly believe in. And so we're going to focus today on making a difference because that is what our teams do. And let me just remind you of these these verses that we hold so dear to us uh, that we get overflow from. It is um, John 10.10. Very simple. The thief purpose is destroy, to kill, to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life, an abundant life, a life that is overflowing. You should be in a season of being poured into and pouring out. You should be receiving and giving. You should be led and leading. It's a constant cycle of overflow. We don't want you to be stuck and just be where you are to constantly be in the flow. Our core text that we get our vision 
from is this text in Jeremiah 29, chapter 11, chapter 29, verses 11 through 14. The Bible says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for your good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. How many of you know this verse? In those days when you pray, God's promises, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, right, you will find me. One of my favorite parts of this verse, I will be found by you. Lord says, we're going to play hide and seek. I'm going to make it easy for you. I'm going to put my feet out so you can see me hiding behind the curtain. I will end your captivity. I will restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. Just a few short verses before this verse is Jeremiah 29 verse 7. And this is where we get our purpose as a church. Individually, the message is God wants to be found by us. He will answer our prayers. He knows the plans and wants to give us hope. Here's what God commands his movement to do. And work for the peace and the prosperity of the city. Get involved with the city. Be, make a difference in the city. Pray uh, where I sent you into exile. How many of you know that this is not our home? We are exiled here. Pray to the Lord for it. Pray on behalf of the city. For its welfare will determine your welfare. The better the city is, the better you are. The better the relationships you have with the leaders, the better you are. And so that's where we get this purpose statement. That's where we get this. Here's where it comes from. This is where our vision is. We exist to create a, say that word right there, movement that models Jesus' method of ministry and bringing hope to the city. Jesus' method was he got close to people. He understood their needs. He sympathized with them. He got to know them. He won their confidence. And then he said, follow me. And so that's what we want to do. We want to make a difference in the city. And we do that through our teams. The team experience here at this church is kicking it into a next level. It's, it's about your spiritual development because some things just happen when you serve someone else. Can I talk to the mom, mothers in here or those who have parented children? May not have been a physical mother, but you have parented other children. There's something about you when you're responsible for someone else. It just changes you, right? It just makes you know how to sacrifice. And those are things you don't learn unless you have been responsible for people. Well, God has put us, if you're familiar with the story of the lost son, the prodigal son, that leaves, wastes his father's money, and he comes back home. And when he comes back home, he says, Dad, I'm back, and God, the father forgives him. And the older brother is mad. The older brother is like, why you let him waste all of his money and let him come back in here? Guess what? We're not the older brother. And by, by, by God's grace, we're not the lost son anymore. Amen? But we are the position of the servants. God says... Go get that calf and go put it on the grill. We need some carne asada. Go get it ready. Right? So our, our job is that every single weekend, the lost child is coming back home. And God says, get the robe ready. Get the steak ready. Get everything prepared because I want to celebrate 
those who have come home. And that's our position. We're on a team. It's not about us. We do have ways to get freedom. That's through our small groups. But on, on the weekend, we're saying it's not about us. We are here to serve. So I'm excited. Let's bring up our leadership team. Would you help me uh, welcome our leadership team as they come up this morning, this afternoon? Dang, $10. I owe somebody $10 now. I promise you they're not making a slow, dramatic entrance. All right, I want to to start by first uh, introducing you to everyone who's on the stage, and there's some other leaders who are not on stage, but I want to start by introducing leaders we do have on the stage. On the very left, this is our head elder. He is the pastor, whether I'm here or not. Uh, He'll affectionately say that, but this is Elder uh, Simeon Francis. He is our head elder. He also works with guest services. Good afternoon. And all right, that's good. Thank you. Right here we have Miss Joanne Madry and she is the director for or the team leader for guest services. I'm thinking big picture. She's the team leader for guest services. Right next to her is Deanna Castro. She is the team leader for Next Gen, which is sort of for Next Generation, uh, the ministries from ages 3 to 12. Welcome her. And I believe I have, I can't remember who's next. This way? Yes, we have. You see her every single week. If you're here for the first time, you saw her today. This is Becky Ortiz. She's our worship team leader. Right next to her, Charles Daly is the team leader for marketing, media, marketing and communications. And on the end, he's our seasoned leader. He's actually the person that's been in this building the longest of everybody. If you didn't know that. But uh, it is Joe Garoya. He's one of our elders, too, and on our administration team. Good. So why don't we take some time to have you all talk about your teams, introduce them to everyone. And today, what I want you to know is I have three, uh, really three purposes today. One is to introduce you to our teams, how they work. I want you to know who the team leaders are. And I want to invite you to serve on a team. There we go. I like that reaction. So you don't have to wait. You are invited. You are invited. Look, you can be a member of another church. You're still invited. You could have come here for the first time today. You're still invited. You don't have, this is your official invitation to be a part of a team. And they're going to tell you all about those teams today. So we're going to start with Joanne and Elder Simeon, Elder Joanne, Elder Simeon, to talk a little bit about the administration team. Okay, the, uh, my name is Joed. I'm with the administration team. Um, what we do is primarily behind the scenes. Um, we work with the conference and our membership. And so those areas are with the Treasury Department. We, we, support, and we support them because they're doing the 
financial stability, maintenance of the financials for the church. Also, we support the clerk who um, does a lot of organizational things and supports the membership as well. Um, the administrative staff and pastoral care and assistance, that's another area. That's actually an area where we have opportunity to grow um, for our staff. If you are detail-oriented, um, enjoy organization and um, making sure things are orderly and in line and schedules and things of that nature, um, there are definitely opportunities to serve there. And I'll let um, our head elder take the other couple for us. So for the Board of Elders, uh, I serve as the leader for that, and we assist the pastor in pastoral care. Uh, Jesus Christ is our coach. Uh, this is his playbook. Okay, And when you look at Pastor Terrence and Pastor Missy, they're the quarterbacks, and the elders are the running backs. Okay, So we need some other individuals to come and support what we do here at New Movement. So we need some tight ends. We need some tackles. Okay, we, we need a center. And then we need a couple of wide receivers. Okay, So what we're doing is building this church to be a functioning team. No team has ever won by sitting on a bench. So if you're sitting on a bench, you can't win. You have to be involved. You have to be engaged. And so as part of the elders, what we're doing is we look at three areas within the church. We look at the physical makeup of the church. We look at the spiritual makeup of the church. And then we look at the physical makeup of the church. And so we want to ensure that the church is healthy, that it's functioning, okay? that it's interacting, that it's engaged. Yeah. And so that's what the elders bring to the table to help assist the church in its mission, its goal, and its directives. Uh, for the church board, that is kind of the governing body. It is not the highest governing body within the church, but it serves as that intermediary that takes on decisions, that will look at some of the financial aspects, that will take on things that we need to explore as a church. Uh, as a team, Again, you can't sit on a bench. You've got to go into the weight room. You've got to be praying. You've got to be engaged, involved. You've got to be lifting some weights, exercising. And so let's get involved. Let's get in engaged in teams. That is how we're going to get from this place to that place. Thank you. Charles, tell us about marketing and communications. Hi, my name is Charles Daly, and I am the team leader for the marketing and communication team. Now, what we do, what we serve our families. We all here, we're all family. But in this team, we have four sub-teams, and the opportunity has come. So, if you're like me who like to post things on social media, check out apps, go on websites and make sure everything looks nice, tidy, 
it works, everything goes well, the opportunity has come for you to come on up and sign up and join this opportunity right here, right now. If you'd like to take pictures, if you'd like to design things, if you'd like to have, have a chance to have your things posted here every week and design, if you have some, a gift of creativity, do something that we have never have done here before, your opportunity is now. If you like to take all the things that we do here on Sabbath, put it all together, edit it right, put the volume on up, put the music on the soundtrack. If you want to put it all together and edit it all nice to make me how I am right now and make me sound even more epic, that opportunity is now. If you want to be a part of the Connections team and get everything together, hey, how do I get here? And who do I go and talk to? And who, who do I see to, to look for if I'm going through something or I want to join a team or I want to know who to talk to or what elder or anything of that matter? The Connections team is here. Now, guess what? This is a team that is seen but not seen. We are behind the scenes. And even though that you may have the wide receivers and the tackles here, we're the offensive coordinators and the defensive coordinators in order to call the plays and make sure that everything is right on time. So this opportunity, if you have a gift, I want you to join my team. And I'm here to serve you. All right. Yeah, that's good. Mr. Joanne, tell us about guest services team. My name is Joanne Madry, and I am the guest services team leader. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on now. <laughs> uh-huh. Our um, guest services it has four areas of service. We have the hospitality, mm. where we would like to see people come in and get the VIP treatment. Uh-oh, yeah. When you come through the doors, we want you to know that you are very special. Mm. You're a very important person, not just to us, but you're a very important person to God. Amen. Okay? Um, Mm. So our impressions, we want to make great impressions on people as they come through the door because we want to see them come back again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right? Right, right. Um, We want a welcome we want people in our welcome area. We need people to give that service to welcome people as they come in. Make them feel like they're part of the family. Right, right. Okay? That's right. And we do like for you to use your talents and your skills. Hmm. If you enjoy entertaining people, uh-huh. if you enjoy cooking, yeah. if you want to make people feel good, you yeah. just like to be a giver from your heart. We invite you to come on and be on this team. Okay? So we also have ushers. We have the service of ushers. And unfortunately today, if you were not met at the door and ushered into a seat, that is because none of you are serving on the usher board. And you need to come on and get on this team. Okay? So we want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. We want you to join our family. We want you to be a part of us. Mm. So don't hesitate. Today you have an opportunity. Come on. Get on this team. Show God what you made of. Amen. (laughs) 
Feels like a competition, doesn't it? Thank you. Tell us about the worship team. Man, it's hard to go up after everybody. Well, my name is Becky Ortiz, and I am the team leader, well, co-team leader with actually, if you look back behind you, Sarai on the slides on that computer. We are co-leading our worship team, and really our focus is on your experience that you have when you come into this building, when you come into this room, into the sanctuary, and uh, we want to make sure that um, your experience when you come in here, you find God, you experience him in a special way. And uh, that's important to us. And a few different uh, ways that we kind of um, set that up in this room and in this space is through the four sub-teams that we have. Uh, Our tech team, our musicians, our live production, and our communicators. Um, Our tech team, like you saw Sadie back there, our tech team, you know, they put together our slideshows, they put together our, um, what goes on outside, you know, when you walk out into the foyer and you see that, what happens on that TV, like, this is an important role, you know, and the experience that somebody has knowing that each moment is intentional. From the time you walk in through those first doors and into the sanctuary, what you see um, going through the slides and and how you experience when we sing the songs and when Pastor uh, delivers his message, like, that's really important for us to make sure that it's a, there's smooth transitions and that um, everything runs, runs right. And so um, our tech team, you are welcome to join our tech team. We want you. We want you. And for musicians, hey, who's into music? Come on now. Even if you don't play an instrument or some people like to tell me, I don't sing, I can't sing. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. There's this thing called auto-tune. It'll make you sound like Celine Dion. I mean, God has the power. Or, you know, we'll figure it out. But, you know, with our musicians, our musicians um, are in charge of making sure our sound is right, right? From what we're playing to how things are set up throughout our service, you know, the songs that we sing, um, our musicians also are part of choosing the songs and, and getting that together and making sure that what we bring to the altar, to the table, for us to worship together, that um, it has a purpose, that we're going somewhere in our worship. It's not just picking a song for the sake of a song. It's not just singing lyrics for the sake of they sound nice, but what is the message behind what it is that we're singing and what it is that we're saying throughout our worship. Uh, We have our live production team, and you can look back again because Marcus is back there working on the board. And if you're interested, hey, if you've ever had any interest on live production, on what happens on the soundboard, on what happens um, when we put, we don't put the clips together, but we're a part of making sure those clips get made right and that they're recorded. Um, so we kind of, we work together as a team. Um, but um, if you've ever had any interest in music or in pr- live production, this is a team you want to become a part of because they have the knowledge, they're continuously learning, they're continuously growing, and they're just feeding off of each other and um, growing together. Uh, they're also 
these lights that you see and the colors and what comes out, they also make sure that those coordinate with what's going on with what Sarai is doing, which would be the tech team. So we all work together to make sure your experience is made right. Um, and our communicators, our communicators are so important. When we have people come in and host, when we have our pastor or our guest pastors, speakers come through and deliver a message, um, we want to make sure that they have all the tools that they need, uh, but also that what is communicated is uh, in coordination with what the word says. You know, we want to make sure that whatever is spoken out to all of us is the truth coming directly from God. So they're very important. So we want you on the team. I want you on the team. Please do not be intimidated. We have lots of fun. Sarai? <laughs> we have fun. We make sure it's nice and lively and loud, and we have a good time in here. So join the team. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Deanna. Tell us about the Next Gen team. I'm Deanna. I am the leader of our Next Gen team. We serve our Hope City heroes, so shout out to Next Gen. Um, and we also serve our attending families and our team families. Um, so, I mean, y'all heard what other teams are, you know, available. So, but let me just say, Next Gen's got it like that because we got all of those teams as sub-teams on our team. So, all right. No, but okay. So, y'all see how it gets lit in here. I mean, it gets good. You guys, I can see that everybody always gets on fire and everybody is just always so blessed. But let me tell you, Hope City Hero Weekend comes and it is like 10 times more lit in there. So we have our guest service team um, and they are in charge of, well, they, they take care of our check-in and check-out. They um, help with security, our security, our you know, the safety of our children is a main priority to us. We, we love our children and we want to make sure they are in a safe environment. So that is a really, really big, important part that plays a huge role in our team. Uh, we also have our next-gen marketing and communications team. So another little behind the scenes, if you like to take pictures, if you like making content for our social media posts, um, if you like to, you know, make videos and just put them all together, that's a good team to join as well. Um, we have our next-gen worship team. So, I mean, when we do worship, that's like a party for Jesus. So, I mean, all you got to do is just dance in there because we make our kids a part of that worship experience. We invite you on stage. You want to sing? Go ahead. If you want to play an instrument, go ahead, too. We love that. We love, you know, making everybody who is a part of our team be pretty much on the worship as well. You experience it all. We also have our next-gen connections and development, so they take a the responsibility of coming up with curriculum and development. Um, we they coordinate our challenges and our games, any craft activities we have. We love our children to be engaged. We interact with them so much. We go to a whole nother level. So we really bring scripture to life. Not only do we bring scripture to life, but we help our children see themselves in scripture. So if you have a desire to be around our kids, be a part of the growth, helping us pour God's love into our children and just making an impact, this is the team for you. So I've asked each of the team leaders to share from their experience how their teams have made a difference or they've seen uh, them, them, the team make a difference. we start with you, Joy. All right. Um, 
Um, I wanted to reference something that Pastor said just a little bit ago that I've been here for about 30 years. I, I grew up here. I've been here since I was about four years old. And um, when I was here from, from the last 30 years, I think we've had a, a full-time pastor one time. We've, we've had to basically share. We've had to learn how to share our pastor with, with different churches for a long time. And um, last year around the summertime, we, uh, our, our leadership team met with our conference uh, president and some of the officials from, um, from the conference, sat down with them and just walked through the, what we've been doing, the vision we have moving forward, and how we plan to do it. And from that meeting, we were able to secure our pastor for at least three years, was it? Three years? Full-time? That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, it was, it, it's, and, um, it's, just, it's just amazing to see what God's doing with this church right now. And um, from, from that perspective, that's what we want to do. We just want to continue to focus and continue to support the vision and continue to um, see the growth that we anticipate having. Uh, the difference that uh, this team has is, has done for me and is going to in the future is that it gives me an opportunity that in my own sphere I can help uh, formulate uh, a good way how to communicate God's word that's happening here at New Movement and to take it towards the people that's in our community and also all over the world. There, there's a lot of people even on the East Coast who are friends of mine that uh, hear about new movement uh, due to uh, me sharing, and that's something that we would like to do as well. Taking the inf um, the service that is here and sharing it to all the world, not only to the communities because who are uh, maybe a little bit intimidated, uh, don't know exactly what's going on here, but this could be their first taste of seeing what new movement is all about, and me seeing the people like you coming in, uh, seeing people uh, when we advertise different uh, different activities that are happening from pancake feed to just having the bounce, uh, the big bouncy house that's, the, that's outside and seeing the warmth and seeing the growth of everything here. It is It shows that the little things that we do here does make a difference to our children and to everyone here in our community. And I'm looking forward to the growth that we're going to establish because God has something in store for us and I can't wait to see it. What I see um, making the difference in the hospitality team is that we do offer hot drinks and little snacks when you come in the service and sometimes they're out there when you leave. But when someone comes through the door and we don't know what type of week they've had and they may not come in with the best demeanor, they might not be feeling really good, but the love that we try to give out to show them that it's going to be all right, everything is in God's hands, and it's all going to work out in the end. And when they leave, a lot of, most of the time, 99% of the time, you may come in sad, but when you leave, you're smiling. Amen. Amen. And Amen. what I love to see is the following Sabbath when I actually see those people come back again mm -hmm. the second time. Mm -hmm. And so I know that all the work that we do as a team, as God's children, it makes a difference. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, one way that 
I feel serving on a team has made a difference for me has it's really made an impact in my spiritual life in how um, it's kind of helped me redirect my focus and um, serving on a team and being able to serve people, being able to be a part of something greater um, than just an everyday or, or a weekly thing um, has really helped me grow and has really helped me uh, make friendships that I feel are lifetime, that I believe, that I know are lifetime, that there's experiences that I've had as being a part of the team, even before leading, that I feel God has really just um, revealed some things in my life that I needed to work on and really just helped me become a better person. Um, but another way that I feel like this team makes a difference is in your experience and in, in uh, what God is doing when you come and you're a part of the service that we've kind of helped prepare uh, for you. And some of the stories that I've heard about how God is speaking directly to you, like it was this week that you just had to come and you showed up and you didn't know that the, what the message was about. But when you came, you knew God was directly, directly speaking to you. Like those moments are moments for me, like as a leader that I live for, that I can't wait to hear about because I know God is moving. And sometimes if we don't ask the right questions or if we don't have these conversations and engage with one another, we don't know what God is doing. But it definitely makes a difference to uh, serve one another and to serve you every week. Amen. Amen. Well, one way that I've seen um, serving on a team making a difference is, you know, I always constantly tell my team that we are not meant to do life alone. You know, we are meant to grow with one another and learn from one another and speak positivity into one another. Um, and I believe that a lot with our team, um, we pour into our kids. We're constantly showing them who God is and what his love has to offer and who they are in him. Um, and they p impact us. They help us grow as well. So um, one of the times that we had our Hope City Hero service, uh, Miss Joanne was in the kitchen and she heard, you know, the message that was being shared. And we love and honor and respect our children's story. Um, they are so powerful. And she heard one of our kids share something. And after service, she reached out and told me that that really touched her, that it helped her connect with our kids. And that is very important because not only do we pour, out, pour into them and we make an impact in our lives, but they are making an impact on us as well. We learn so much from them. So that is a huge difference. That is a very important difference that is being made in this team. Well, I get the privilege as pastor to also serve on a team. And I serve uh, you in the role of pastor on a team with this beautiful woman next to me, Melissa yeah. Taylor. And uh, she is... <laughs> She has been pastoring uh, for free in her own way. And things have changed here when, um, we, when I noticed the influence that God has given her. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just taken off because she doesn't, you know, we, when we, we're called to here to serve. So in her own way, she has been a 
powerful leader, and I've seen her speaking to the lives of all of these leaders on stage. And so I wanted to ask you as we close it from your perspective what you've seen in terms of the difference in not just the church at large, but in the people that you've seen uh, that you worked with behind the scenes. She's a behind-the-scenes person. I'm a front person, uh, obviously. What, what have you seen? Well, I get the privilege of supporting all of the team leaders, and I, and I support most directly with Deanna and Charles. But it's been really in them serving that I have seen such tremendous growth. And I have been a witness to uh, see them grow spiritually, and it's been such a blessing to me to to be involved in journeying with them in that. Um, I think as we think about it as it relates to serving and being on a team, I don't know about you, but I have a way of overthinking a lot of things. And I can um, start to, to tell myself, oh, I have this going on or I have that, uh, this going on, and I can um, second guess or put off my commitment to serving. But it's really a posture of having a willingness of heart. And Deanna and Charles both are great examples of really having that posture. Um, Deanna's a mother. She works full time. She is in school full time. Charles doesn't even live in the city. But their posture of saying, whatever I can do, I'm willing. So that's such a, a beautiful thing to see. We we are growing together. We're doing it together and we have fun together. So thank you. So here's your invitation. Um, to make it really practical, uh, most people serve once or twice a weekend. And so that equals about maybe three to four hours a week, practically, uh, when you're serving. Uh, we, we're not too, you know, too stringent about things, but we are organized. But four hours is about it. And, but the impact is infinite. And when we think about Jesus, uh, Jesus did not come and do the work of salvation on his own. He built a team. And he built a team with people who most people didn't choose should be on that team. He had some thugs. He had some sinners. He had some doubters. He had some haters. He even had one person on his team that sent him to the cross that Jesus chose. Jesus was even trying to save and work with people who really, at the end, chose a different vision than what he had. Think about that. Judas was chosen by Jesus, loved by Jesus, led by Jesus. And so we don't have a judgmental attitude about anybody on our team. We just believe that we got to do this together. And so today, if you, uh, next week, I should say, is when we, you get to officially sign up for a team. On our launch day, or excuse me, our vision day, they'll be out here with the tables and booths where you can officially sign up. But even now, or during the week, on our website, I believe somebody's going to show you right on the front, you'll see a button that says join a team. And all you have to do is click that button and just sign up. Tell us what team you think you're interested in. And if there's even a choice there that says, I don't know what team to be on. Just put me or whatever. And we can do that too. So I just want to pray for us as a church today. I want to pray for our team leaders and pray for every one of you, especially those who came for the first time, that thank you for coming. I hope you know that we're trying our best uh, to make sure that you can get to know God and that there's no restrictions, no obstacles, nothing in the way 
uh, for you to, to journey with God in that experience. Father, I just want to thank you today for everyone on this stage, for the sacrifice, for the time that they've spent, Lord, to develop themselves as leaders. And you've taken, uh, taken us all from one place, and the journey's not over. And I'm just grateful for everyone in the room or everyone watching or listening to this, that, Lord, as you're moving on their hearts, you've already selected some individuals who are saying, that's me. I'm ready. I'm ready to get started. I pray, Lord, that they would know that they don't have to worry about their own sense of worthiness. Uh, they don't have to worry about if they're, if they're ready or not. If they're willing and they have the posture, Lord, you're willing to do, take that and do so much with it. Thank you, Lord, for the decisions that are being made. And even those who can't serve on a team or don't feel like they have the time or they're not making their decision today, I pray that you would just plant that seed in their heart and that they would know one day be a part of what we're doing in form of a team. Thank you so much for your blessings. We love you in Jesus' name. Church, can you help me thank our leader team, leadership team today for Team Day? Looking forward to next week to cast the vision of the church. And uh, before we dismiss, I think I'll just do it from here.